welcome to your red button content for this week. Uh, I guess we'll have a busy red button and a not very busy main podcast. Uh, for this bit, we'll do a quick ACL review, talk about John Buck's disappointing result last midweek. Well, it depends on which team you support, I guess. Well, for John Buck, it was pretty disappointing. <laughs> I guess for all you Japanese football fans that listen in, you were quite happy with that. I was thinking more about the Magpies, but anyway, I'm sure they're celebrating somewhere. <laughs> I think we should also let our listeners know that this is a, a dry podcast, isn't it? I mean, you've had a, a beer beforehand, but due to circumstances in our place of recording... Circumstances beyond our control. You know, you know to, it's quite funny that whichever K-League ground Mark goes to, he's always about smuggling the beer and the soju past the security guards, but he's got this tiny little female secretary outside he won't even consider smuggling <laughs> the beer past her. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, I, yeah, to be honest, I can understand why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, thanks, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd fancy my chances with the Kaylee security before I take on the uh, secretary in your office. But as the away fans, shouldn't we, we shouldn't we be making more of a concerted effort to smuggle something in? I think as the away fans, the whole place should be shut down anyway, shouldn't it? So. Yeah. Competition rules so you have to have a refreshment stand serving. There's water. <laughs> it does allow you to go outside if you want to buy beer. Yeah. You just can't bring it back in. Can't you? Bring it back in. <laughs> you can stand at the front door. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure if you just brought the secretary, a couple should be, be fine with it. She finished the pack of crisps we bought her last time. That was a different secretary. That was it. Yeah. Just get a bottle of that lady's soju. Everything will be fine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Alright, so we'll talk ACL and then we'll do a quick recap of the uh, K-League last... No, K-League's last midweek? What are we doing? We started... <laughs> I was going to say games last midweek, I was like, there were only games last midweek. It's at that point in the season when no one can give a flying fuck anymore, you know, it's that bar from Paul. He's going to he, he, he still believes that so we're going to win the league. He still believes people are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's only because it's his mum that listens, he's still taking it seriously. Yeah, as long as I'm putting this out every week, I don't have to call her. <laughs> that stays in. <laughs> Brilliant. Alright, so we'll do the ECL review and then we'll talk a little bit about the upcoming midweek matches in the Classic and the Challenge. Um, so first up, what did you make of Chon Book's exciting, not very exciting, surprising defeat? Um, I thought it was, <coughs> I think on the podcast last week uh, we had kind of said <coughs> that if John Book were going to have any chance at all, getting through that they had to score the first goal which they did which they did so they're through so they're through <laughs> uh, unfortunately they couldn't keep it up for more than uh, 30 seconds that's um, what she said which is also will probably happen to you yeah, in that, so, in so that Paul, you'll, you'll know all about that um, <laughs> but yeah I mean like they, I think they had the lead for one minute uh, after Leonardo's penalty uh, then the Brazilian uh, Gamba player uh, Patrick Patrick the Irish Brazilian <laughs> the Irish Brazilian <coughs> um, he looks Brazilian um, scored but could have been an offside goal perhaps who knows but then again but the John Book's penalty was pretty dodgy that that, that yeah, the Gambra equaliser was a defensive disaster for John Book yeah. because Sark had a free kick somewhere out on the, the wing and they, they banged in and John Book tried to play the offside trap so all their defenders rushed out leaving the two Gamble guys to want to get the ball and slot it into the six-yard box for Patrick to bang it in. Then after that, it was kind of a little bit of a 
like backwards and forwards, toing, throwing. KG. KG, up and downing, whatever you want to call it. And by that you mean the highlights cut that bit out? <laughs> by that I mean... <laughs> at that the point, three minutes of highlights that you watched didn't show you anything between at, at, at 13 minutes and 75 minutes? I think it was about two and a half minutes, I think. But uh, at, at that point I was uh, otherwise um, uh, distracted. I mean, Paul, you were obviously watching the game. Yeah. So can you, can you take us to the gambas or what happened next? Well, the, the, the remainder of the first half and the first part of the second half. No, just what happened next. Well, obviously, Gambas... Is this question of sport now? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ali, it's 1-1. One, one. What happened next? Bang door seven. <laughs> Did a dog run on the pitch? <laughs> if so, Ali was probably chasing him to shag it. No, he'd be running on going, get off that grass, I've been gardening in that for the last year. No one's going to believe that we're sober, are they? <coughs> I've got an excuse, I've had two years. I've got an excuse, I'm an, I'm an addict. You're still drunk from last night, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I was even drunk last night. To be honest, we're worse when we don't drink. We are worse when we don't drink. And we're it was worse when you were here, it was fine last week, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I thought so. That's what you guys said. <laughs> okay. As an independent third party, listen to it, what did you think? <laughs> I thought it was okay when I was listening back. That was okay, so I wasn't listening to it. Okay, anyway. The, the first 13 minutes were alright, and then I skipped it about 76 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously at one all, Gamba knew they needed to score, and therefore they pummeled the Chumbuk goal for the next... And they didn't. <laughs> Gamba were through. At one all, they were through. No, they were... No, they weren't. At one old Chumbuk were through. It's nil nil oh, and Chumbuk. Was that? Was that? <laughs> I was wondering why they were out. I thought, I thought one is they were out, but why two is they through? I couldn't work it out of my head. Oh, well, we need to start drinking. Okay, again. This is what happens when you don't drink. So one is they were through, yeah. I've already said that. Oh, fuck, we need that again, don't we? I'm going to leave that in your fucking... Should we just start the whole thing again? No, there's got to be something worth salvaging from that, because... Well, it's going to take you longer to edit it than just to re-record the whole thing. No, because I'll just cut out huge chunks. That's fine. Okay, start with from one each. So, 15 minutes in, it's one each. Uh, at that stage, Chumbuk are going through on away goals. Uh, Gamba knew they needed to score another goal, so... I guess, despite the lack of highlights, they presumably pummeled the Chumbuk goal for the next hour or so. And then, 76 minutes in, got their reward. It was a cracking strike. Yeah, he banged it from sort of about 25, 30 yeah. yards out. Hit a Chumbuk defender and flashed past the he goalie. Meant that. What do you mean? He deliberately, tar he deliberately targeted yeah, the Chumbuk defender. From, you can see, he looked right at him and was like, okay, you're back. Yeah. You're back. But yeah, it was a pretty sweet strike. So at th that point, it was 2 1, so obviously. For anybody that's still listening at that point, it was 2 1. <laughs> Input from input from you would be good at some point, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was so in Gimme. I didn't see the game. I was in the gym. I didn't see the game either. As is obvious. So yeah, 15 minutes to go. You'd probably think at that point, Gambrasaka are going to shut up shop. Chumbuk obviously need to get another equaliser, so they'll be doing their best so that the smart money would be on Gamba going on the break and scoring a third. But no, 18 yeah. minutes, the ball was swung in and. Spanish legend Urco Vela, Urco Vela. Vera Duckworth. Yep. Fantastic header. Yep. Um, that, that's his first goal for John Book, isn't it? I think. I think so, yeah. Might have even been his first game for John Book. I don't remember him playing before, but. 
and at 88 minutes into two all, surely he'll never score a more important goal. That was it. He earned his, earned his wages, got him through the next round of the Champions League. Unfortunately, as we all know, football's a game of 90 minutes plus three. That <laughs> seem to be. Uh, Do you think John Book started to get a bit cocky at that point? <laughs> no, in fact, it was Gamba that got a bit cocky. Cocky Yakinura. Cocky Yunikara <laughs> stepped up and managed to make it 3 2 in the 93rd minute. <laughs> that was a great joke. Ha- having seen. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> God, I need beer. <laughs> quickly. Having seen that, the re- replay of that goal quite a few times, I'm still not sure how Chumbuk didn't keep it out. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. It was shocking defense. I mean, it was a great pass, I think I think by Endo, but it still... It looked like it just went defense. right down the middle, though, yeah. wasn't it? Right down the middle. Right down the middle. Right four four Chumbuk defenders in the box, and the Japanese guys ran straight through them. Yeah. And the goalie didn't make much of a... I mean, actually, Koki fell over, probably due to the weight. Yeah. Uh, and... He actually scored from his arse. I mean, not actually from his arse, but <laughs> he scored from lying on his arse. <laughs> I think that might be an illegal goal if he scored directly from his arse. But yeah. But yeah, and that was it. Probably, One, probably the last kick of the game, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And that was it. John Book were out. And um, for the first time, I read somewhere for the first time since 2008 that there hasn't been a Korean team in the semi-finals of the ACL. And that's mainly down to Gamba Osaka have put out three teams, basically, haven't they? Well, not directly, but... Well, they put out two teams directly. Two teams directly, and... And then they... Had an impact They toppled Songnam off the top of the table. Yeah. So, Korean killers. Yep. Let's hope they can become Chinese killers as well. Put Guangzhou out and get to the final against, I don't know, Al Halal or someone. Apparently, the last time... A Korean team didn't make the semi-final of the ACL. Gambo Saka won it. So if you're in Sing- so if you're in Singapore and you've got any money left after the super match, then get it on um, Gambo Saka beating Guangzhou and winning the final. But presumably, you say 2008. Back then, it was more disaster. I, I assume back then it wasn't sort of split into a western east region, right? So for four, three or four Korean teams not to make. They, they presumably could have made all four spots if they'd wanted to, whereas now they've only got two spots available in some mm. right? yeah. so. mm. I mean, I think that's the thing. I think the way that the group stages and the way that the whole tournament has been changed, as it's becoming more and more impossible for, for I think, anyone other than Guangzhou to make the final. Mm. I mean, obviously, you had the fluke that was last year when Western Sydney Wanderers uh, got the final and then somehow won it. But I think that was more fluky than it was actually, um, you know, like kind of deserved. I think Guangzhou are head and shoulders above anyone else in their region, so it's designed to have them plus one rich Saudi Arabian team in the final every single year. I think. Seems to be. Yeah. Which is kind of similar to what we have in Europe with the Champions League. So why not do it in Asia as well? I mean, like five Spanish teams in the. And the, and, and the group stages of the Champions League is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, it, it's becoming more and more difficult 
I think for Korean teams to uh, progress, and I think it'll be a long time, maybe it'll be a long time before you see anything like FC Seoul being in the final. Like the words a couple of years yeah. ago. I mean, I mean, Guangzhou aside, because they're kind of a special case, they're always like loads of money. Is it a, do you think there's a, a bit of a shift in the balance of power, or is it just a bad season for the Korean teams? <coughs> I mean, Urawa Reds didn't do much at all in their group, but if you look at uh, Gambo Saka, top tier table, uh, Rizal? The Korean teams, all four teams all finished second, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the winners were three, three Japanese sides and the Chinese team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there was like three Japanese teams, top in the groups. I guess, I guess the, the 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 big difference is that a lot of Korea's top players all end up going overseas, whether that's China, the Middle East, Europe. The very best ones go to Europe, but I don't think. <laughs> Are you barracking me? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that you see that many Japanese players going abroad, do you? I mean, probably Obviously, not as many. The very, very best ones go to Europe, but I don't think I don't think you see teams. You don't, in you don't see many Japanese players in China. You don't see many in yeah, the Middle East. You got one or two here in Korea, but in recent years, you've seen sort of an exodus of top Korean players who are not good enough to go to Europe, but are still Legal good enough to go to China, China, Qatar. Qatar. Whereas I don't think you see that with Chinese players or Japanese players. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's many Chinese players playing outside of China. There's not many Chinese. I mean, not many Chinese players playing inside China. If you look at the Guangzhou <laughs> team as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think Guangzhou have every every decent Chinese uh, player, and I think there's some like yeah. Big big fan of the podcast. Kelly says that they're all from Dalian, so they cherry picked all the best players from Dalian. And but, I mean, they'll be interesting to see if they can keep it up. Because obviously, you know, uh, over over the course of years, like some of their players will obviously retire and so on and so forth, and like, they can only ever have like you know three foreigners. But the quality of their foreigners is so so much better than anyone else can afford, right? Well, yeah, I mean, like what they they signed Allen and uh, I can't remember the guy's name. It's like oh, what the guy who knocked out Sonam almost single-handedly. Um, they they were like 23 million and so 15 million or something apiece, and then in the close season they bring in Robinho, Paulinho, Paulinho. So yeah. that, so now they've got Alan Goulart, right? Mm. Paulinho, who they got from Spurs, and then Robinho, the ex-Man City player. They have more money than, than any other team more in the region. Sense, like a lot of teams yeah, nowadays. Yeah. So they can afford to like bring in whoever they want. Can I see them through to the, to the final or whatever? But so are we going to put? We're going to ascribe all their success to the, the basic high quality of their three, four foreigners. Because you'd yeah. normally fancy a team made up of pure Koreans to be a team made up of Chinese, wouldn't you? Seven or eight times out of ten. Well, if, if it was a good Koreans. So if so if it, so you yeah. I mean, if you have the Korean national team playing against the Chinese national team, you would probably imagine the Korean national team eight or ten times would be the Chinese national team. But if, you take so if you're talking about FC Seoul's Koreans... Take Seoul, take out Adriano... Osmar, take Songnam, take out whoever your foreigners Rina. are. Rina. <laughs> Would you I'm going to prove it if you take out <laughs> Songnam's foreigners. Would you fancy them to beat an, a, a Paulino, Rubinho, Goulart, less Guangzhou? Well, they did. <laughs> they beat them 2-1 at Songnam. So, in that situation, I would say, yeah. Uh, I would say, probably, 
Yeah, I was here, I think. But that was a Cannavaro-led. That was a Cannavaro-led Guangzhou. I think we discussed this last week, that Cannavaro's Guangzhou was, wasn't very impressive, yeah. but Big Phil's looks a lot better. Yeah, definitely seems a lot better. Seems a lot more structured and a lot more tactical. Yeah, I mean, that, that's another thing that plays in Guangzhou's favour, is they can go and spend a few million dollars on a coach as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which Korean teams can't do. So even if the players are not that, maybe slightly not as good as the Korean guys, they've still got that bit of an edge from having a coach that's you know, won the World Cup and done various other things. But it's not been it's not been Guangzhou that's really seen off the Korean sides. It's the Japanese. Yeah, it's the Japanese teams have done it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens next season. Um, well, Seoul with a different team. Assuming if Seoul get in there with Adriano in it. I assume they'll be better. They're a better team now than they were when they got knocked out of the ACL, so they might be more competitive. Um, Pak Jong and Adriano. Yeah. Suwon will, <laughs> Suwon will do nothing probably again. I mean, I can't well, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think Suwon will be a better team next season. I don't think so. Mean this. We'll, we've always got to wait and see who they, who they bring in. Or but, who they um, sell. Yeah. And you're probably looking at... Chonbuk are probably about the same. Yeah. Um, and you're probably looking at Pohang being our team. Yeah. Or maybe Songnam if someone wins the cup, but doubtful. I mean, someone will win the cup, but if, it, if the person, you know, <laughs> you know, if it works out in, in Songnam's favour, but I think Songnam so will just. I suppose the nightmare is if someone like Incheon win the cup. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be an embarrassment. Big fan of Incheon, aren't you, man? Huge, huge. Kevin Orison will spearhead Korea's ACL campaign. Yeah, I mean, I guess the one excuse you can't give them is you can't say, well, the Korean teams that were in the ACL have struggled this year because they're still probably going to be at least the same three of the four that will be in it next season, if not, it's not like all o- four. It's not like Australia where Brisbane and Western Sydney both tanked the Australian League yeah. last year, so they're not even going to be in it next year. But, I mean, I guess the, the Japanese system as well, I guess that they have that play one half the season and you're the winner, play second half the season and you're the winner, play against each other. And you actually are the winner type thing. So I, mean, I, I Have they still got that? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. still got that, yeah. So I, I'm not sure if, they, if that means that Gambo Saka will be in the ACL next season or if that Yuraba will be in it. I mean, Kashima, we saw again. I guess, I, I guess we'll have to wait and see uh, like how, how good their teams are. The, the Japanese teams are always like. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Japanese teams are always like the last ones decided, aren't they? Because of the Empress Cup, uh, yeah, Empress Cup. So you always, in in previous years, you've been left with this team A and team B in the Empress Cup, which means that team B, C, and D may or may not qualify depending on who wins, etc., etc. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think they've been they've, they've performed well this season, the Japanese teams, um, and. I guess Korean needs to step up to the plate and, and get and, and get better. And if that means better quality foreigners or better quality uh, Koreans, I have no idea. But they need to. Cause this has been a bit a bit embarrassing. But would you not say it's also that the last two years for sure Japanese teams have underperformed? Well, yeah. I mean, the people used to say that the Japanese teams didn't take it seriously and didn't care. Yeah. And that looked to be the stage. Uh, looked to be the case. Uh, after the first round of games, or the first couple of round of games at the group stage, because you know, like Sonam had beaten Gamba, uh, Suwon had beaten Urawa, um, Seoul beat 
So Kashima, I mean, they all started slowly, didn't they? Yeah, and the worst or the best result for a Japanese team, the worst for a Korean team, was uh, nothing each with um, John Book at home to Kashima. Kashima in the first game, yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, it looked then as if the idea or the myth of Japanese teams being being rubbish, being crap, not trying a leg, was going to continue. But from the midway stage through, they just kind of kicked on and. I guess. Yeah. One leg like, freedom, one their groups. So we'll wait and see. What's your prediction then? Who's going to win the ACL? Quangjo? To be honest, because of the way it's, it's set up, I know nothing at all about any of the other region teams at all. Because you, you actually never see them playing, so I have no idea. But I think Guangzhou will get the final. Yeah, we, we barely get coverage of Korean teams, never yeah. mind about <laughs> teams in Iran and Saudi. And but you've got to imagine that Guangzhou will, will get the final and. Yeah, they'll probably win it. And we've decided that the, the myth of Japanese teams being rubbish, not being interested and not trying, that's out the window. But one bunch of teams that we can definitely assure everybody are rubbish, not interested and not trying, will be the K-League Classic guys coming up in midweek. What's happening there, Mark? Well, Steve, I guess the big match, which I guess we'll talk about when we come to it, is uh, going to be the crunch between me and Paul. Um, which is not going to happen in GS25 outside World Cup Stadium, but actually is uh, Seoul versus Songnam. I guess we should leave that one to last then. Yeah, because we're still because we're still arm wrestling over there. Uh, well, well, you guys are still talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but that's probably like, the biggest game of the of the of the week, or the biggest game of the, the night. But uh, I guess if we start with the early kickoffs and work our way through, I guess. Why not? Surely oh, the okay. key match is the first one: Chunnam versus Suwon. Well. Well, what, I mean, what are we playing for now? The, the title's decided, the uh, relegation team's decided, um, Suwon are definitely an ACL spot. Yep. And then it's, who's going to take the who's going to take the third ACL spot, really? Yep, so we're playing for a third ACL spot and top six. Top six. Chanam are the only team yep. that can still sneak into the top six from seventh place. They're three points behind Incheon with two games to play. I mean, nah. Technically, nah. Jeju, it's all over. I mean, technically, Jeju could actually still make it in as well, but that's really, un- it's really unlikely. Because they, yes, yeah, because they'd have to catch Chanaman and Chon. Yeah, which is unlikely. Yeah, but yeah. So the first game up on Wednesday is uh, Jonam versus Suwon, um, which I guess if Suwon win that game, then Jonam are definitely, you would say, then out of the the top six. I think. I think Jonam have to win uh, both their games. That are left. Um, John and I have been going. Have been a really bad run recently. I don't think they've won in the last six, seven games. Uh, I know they had like four or five draws in a row, and then they obviously lost to Osan on Saturday, which was a pretty horrendous defeat because yeah, of the fact they were two 0 up. The time, the, I've seen John a couple of times now, and they've been pretty dreadful both times. Uh, I saw them draw at Busan, I saw them draw with Dejon, so that's the two bottom sides yeah. they could only manage draws against. Um, they, they started both games really slowly, I think they were like 1-0 down in 5 minutes or 10 minutes in both matches, and then they actually woke up and decided, oh, we're going to play a bit. But they had so many chances, they just could not score. So I can't see Chanam winning either of the two games they've got left, let alone both. I mean, from our point of view... If Chunnam lose this, that means Seoul and Songnam are both definitely in the top six. Yep. But on the other hand, if, if Chunnam beats Suwon, that means more hope of both of us catching and overhauling Suwon. So. Yeah, 
It's a tough one. I mean, like, you also want Suwon to lose as many games as possible just because of Suwon. Yeah. Uh, and, but also because of the added factor. There is only six points separate, like, Songnam and, and um, like, Songnam, Seoul and Suwon. So, yeah, it's not unlikely to, to think that Songnam or Seoul could actually finish second and third in the league. But then again, it's also not unlikely that Mina's returned my email. <laughs> um, I think that is pretty unlikely. <laughs> that is pretty unlikely. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think the positions in the league are probably almost finalised. I think I think Suwon yeah. will get second place. Pohang will claim first place. I think Seoul will be fourth. Sona will be fifth, and Incheon will be sixth. And we should hold off until Seoul have played their game in hand. I think we should because, but I'm just giving my my brief rundown of what I think. So. so Next week's put. Uh, they won't have played by the time we do next week's podcast, will they? So, so, that the f- <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll predict the final places after they've been decided. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a plan. Another another review of the previews. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so quickly, guys. Jordan two one home win away win. Paul draw draw. You saw two one play. How shite are they? Shite. Okay. You've seen John I'm playing how shite are they? Really shite. Okay. I'm going to go for Suwon. Okay, I'm going to go for Suwon just based on the level of shit that's been different. Steve out to score a hat trick. Uh, doubtful. Um, probably more chance that easy, easy, easy is a Gary scoring a hat trick. That was easy for me to say. <laughs> uh, next up we have Guangzhou v John Book. Really? <laughs> Guangzhou. Having, I think that's only the second or third time maybe I've watched Guangzhou this season. And uh, they were woeful. I watched them against Songnam on Saturday. They're just like, I couldn't, why would anyone go to watch them? I have no idea. Well, nobody does. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. I, I completely well, 30,000 30, seater just heading uh, World Cup stadium. I think they get about 600 people go there. Yeah, I mean, they were just, they gave nothing. It was just a terrible game. And they've got the worst two Brazilians you'll ever yeah. see. Yep, definitely. Definitely. I would agree with so that. So well. if John Book don't win that, they deserve to have 15 points deducted to make it a bit of a. Title race again, but you have to look at it and say John Book should win that one two or three now. Yep. Okay. Pusan v Jeju. Pusan, oh yeah, definitely in the playoffs now against. Yeah, I mean both someone. teams have kind of got nothing to play for now, yeah. haven't they? I mean, like uh, Jeju still have that faint hope, don't they? They're only five points behind Incheon. Yeah, I mean so if they won their two games, there's more Inchon chance of Kang Soo growing a moustache. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> But this is uh, definitely win or go home for Cheju, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So maybe they'll put in think, a bit of a performance. I think you could see the the uh, oranges being squeezed out the top six on Wednesday. That's oh. worse than my cocky going. <laughs> it worked better on my blog. Trust me, but when I wrote it, I looked really fine. Are you recycling material? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been recycling this podcast since day one. Okay, <laughs> going to recycle somebody else's material. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you might say Jeju will probably win that one, uh, but I don't think I think it's too long too late for them. I don't think they'll make top six. Busan are a poor lot, and to be honest, I haven't watched Eland at the weekend. I don't know much about any, any of the other challenge teams in the playoff spots, but you wouldn't your money wouldn't be on Busan to like secure their 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 Kaylee Classic survival. I, I can honestly see Busan going down. And staying there for quite a while. I think they're a, they've, they've been. Yeah, there's there. not much in the Busan team. There's, there's nobody that really no. stands out. That you think? Like it's very impressive. Um, 
No, no not really. really. And the last couple of times I've seen them, Ebon Young was left out. Mm. So I don't know if he's being rested or what, but I don't know if he was back again at the weekend. But yeah, there's there's nothing much in Busan that would make you go to watch them apart from the cheerleaders. Yeah. This would be a shame. Which idea. actually, they should probably put the four of them on the field in the playoff. And they might have a better chance. <laughs> they might have. Um, the first of the seven thirty kickoffs, we have Dejan versus Pohang. Pohang, move Pohang. on. Move on. Dejan horrendous. Pohang look to be back in a bit of a winning streak. Uh, the next one up, the big one, the crunch, as we said, Seoul versus Songnam. Paul, draw. Yep. <laughs> you two are both going as a banker Mel Mel, isn't it? One each. That'll be one each. One each. Uh, I think because one. Park Jin Yuck cannot go through a game without conceding some kind of sloppy goal. Uh, it'll be one each. I think it'll be 7 6. I don't know, I didn't say that. That's my th- opinion. There's going to be 13 goals, yeah. There's going to be 13 goals. And they'll all be scored in the first five they'll minutes. All be th- they'll all be scored by Adriano. Yeah, and they'll be scored in the first five minutes <laughs> while, while my bag's getting searched. <laughs> so I won't see any of that. That's my luck, yeah. No, I think. I think so, so no, that's, that's got to be a draw you, you've got to put that as a one each or a nothing each and I think the, the last one at Sangam so took the lead in the first half um, and just just before half time goalie error yep. well, it wasn't a goalie error was it, it was a goalie error for the is that where he headed it down into the ground yeah. and it bounced back up and yeah. Yeah. and then just just a minute before Paul started walking to the uh, away end to goad me on the podcast <laughs> so I'm equalised Russell rendering his taunts futile. But I was still man enough to make the trip. Well, yeah, and then we met a bunch of Songnam fans in the <laughs> in <the> Seoul end. <laughs> With Songnam tops on. Anyway. If I see Jisoo on West, I'm going to ask him that <laughs> fucking article. <laughs> yeah, where is that article? Yeah. Um, and then the last game of the week, or the last game of the day, sorry, the night, whatever, uh, Inchon v. Osan. Um, Home win, I guess. Ulsan actually seem to have picked up a bit of form yeah. of late, so I'm going to go for Ulsan. I'm going for Ulsan as well. They've also seemed to have developed a never say die attitude, like a never give up attitude. They were 2 0 down to Jarnam, came back 1 3 2. They were I suppose it helps when you're paying off the refs. Yeah. <laughs> they were 2 1 down to Jeju like, on the 97th minute when Sever Jeprov scored that free kick to uh, get them a draw. So, yeah, I think definitely Ulsan have picked up a bit of form at the last minute, unfortunately for them. Too little, too late, but yep, definitely. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think if cause I think Inter had to come to Songnam in the last game, so they're going to want to obviously beat Osa and kind of try and keep them in the top six. I think if Inter lost that and then Songnam beat them, they could end up dropping out. Much to the dismay of me and Paul. So yeah. Christ. I'm going to predict right now. Osan will end up finishing seventh. Best of the rest. I'd rather have a, an away trip to Incheon than an away trip to Chunnam. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if they get Incheon, in the, yeah, that's a far better, far easier game to get to. Far better stadium as well. Like, you miss the delights of Dong Kwangyang. Is she? Is that he? That's a classic. Uh, quickly do the challenge because there must be one person that still listens that gives a shit about the challenge. There was last week. When you weren't here and therefore you had to listen. That <laughs> skipped that bit. <laughs> <laughs> we did it in such great detail as well. You did, actually. You spent longer on the challenge last week than I normally spend on it. Yeah, no, that was his idea. Yeah. Fuck off, was it? <laughs> 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 Good 
You're a big challenge fan now, Mark, having actually gone along at Elan game. Don't. I'm fucking off. <laughs> so, talking about fucking awful, uh, five games that will all be fucking awful. Kyongnam will be at home to Butchon. Away win. Um, I don't know, Butchon have... Butchon run what's cold. It depends whether, again, whether they put the Brazilians on or not. It'll probably be a nil-nil draw. Kyongnam are quite good at getting nil-nil draws. Then Suwon are at home to Chungju. Should be a fairly comfortable home win for Suwon. Daegu are at home to Sangju, which is a big one. They're sitting first and second, level on 52 points. Daegu are on form, Sangju are not. Yeah, that could be a huge match then, I guess. Sangju have lost three in a row. Daegu, the last three, have won two and drawn one. Um, Daegu should win that, in theory. At home, you'd fancy Daegu. And then there'll be three points clear at the top of the table. I think that'll be the first time that Sangju haven't been top as well. I don't know about yeah. the first couple of weeks when obviously things are a bit crazy, but Sangju have basically been top of the league for the whole the whole length that the league's been running, so it'll be interesting if they start slipping now and they go take the lead. Um, Eland are at home to Ansan Police, which will probably be an even less exciting game than them being at home to Sangju. And there'll probably be even fewer away fans. If that's possible. If that's possible. They'll, they'll cut one guy in half and stick him <laughs> in the away end. Um, and there'll be even less atmosphere if that's possible. So, Seoul, Eland are at home to Ansan. That's probably got nil-nil written all over it, actually. I haven't watched Unless. Eland yesterday, I'd agree, yeah. I think that probably has. And then the very last game, and then we can all go home, hopefully, is uh, Goyang. Again, an 8 o'clock kick-off, just so that the crowd can not get there on time. I'm going to leave you guys. <laughs> Goyang are at home to Anyang. Um, let's hope that Anyang can win. I'm to yeah. see Anyang start getting back up the table <laughs> and challenging. I hope that's all coming through on the tape. I think they think they were missing out what we're laughing at. <laughs> so, w- which game are you going to go to? Um, if I go to any game, I guess I'll go to Eland versus Ansan. But I might not bother. <laughs> I don't really want a Swedish sausage. I don't know, I'll make my mind up later. Um, do we need music or something? Mark, do you want to play us out with your musical stuff? <laughs> <laughs> the Dodgy Taco Symphony. Uh, yeah, Paul, do you have anything to play us out? Make me make the master fighter Put the art back in the fighting With his custom-tailored farts Make me make the master fighter Broke new ground in breaking wind With his double-jointed ass.